Hey yo, welcome back to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. As always, I'm here with the AIW owner, John Thorne. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, Thorne. What's going on, man? We're uh, back. Oh, uh, not doing too good. The Dark Carnival really s- just sucks the fucking life force out of you, man. <laughs> you spent a lot more time there than I did. Yeah, that's for sure. But oh. yeah, it's a grueling experience. Very fatigued. Fun. Fun, but uh, very tired. I, I I concur with that. Uh, so you you ended up going back for the for the last day too, huh? Yeah, I did three days. Three days at the Dark Carnival. My goodness. I know it was just it was a lot. But uh, my buddy Nicholson, uh, I I felt I felt bad because you know he came down to kind of help out, and then mm-hmm. he ended up having to like do a lot more work, as did you and. Uh, a lot more work than I had anticipated we were going to have to do because uh, we were supposed to have more people there, but there was uh, some car issues. So, uh, <laughs> like my buddy, who you know was going to help out, I was going to have him do like little things, you know, <laughs> as as you as you know too. <laughs> like uh, you know, we had to you know set up the steel cage and tear down the steel cage and like. Hey, you know, put up all this lighting and in years prior they had stagehands do all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. so I was not expecting that amount of work, but on the flip side of that in years prior, we would tear down the ring and load it for them. So that's what I was really, you know, thinking was going to have to be done, but you know, so anyway, he oh, got kind of even worse, dude. We would have got our asses kicked if we had to do that after all that at four thirty or whatever time it was. Right. Well, you know, like I said, typically they had the, you know, the their production people that to set up the cage and all that. So, you know, when they're there, and you know our guys are there, like the ring crew, the ring teardown was like would go super quick. But uh, you know, so but on the flip side of that, they didn't have us tear the ring down. They just you know had us. Uh, do other stuff but so you know i felt kind of bad uh and i was really like anticipating leaving as soon as i woke up saturday but he did not get to experience really any of uh the gathering so i stuck it out for uh, nicholson so he could uh see the clowns perform live on on saturday and not have to go back to that place all alone yeah shouts to matt he was cool uh he, he definitely helped uh, he definitely, I would imagine, probably did a lot more than he anticipated. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he probably didn't think he was going to have to do all that. <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think that either. But you know, like we were down, we were down uh, a few guys. Uh, so you know, he stepped up and. But man, it turned into Saturday turned into or Saturday Friday turned into a lot of a lot of work. You know, we were kind of at it for the majority of. Uh, the afternoon and the evening, really. Yeah, I mean, and that and that was the funny thing too was we pretty much started. We went back there and we got everyone back and we started getting things situated. And you're like, well, we got to switch the rope, you know, the lights. So maybe you know after Max Sabbath, we'll just start getting working on that. And I'm like, well, what do we? Why wait? Like, you God only knows how long some of this will take. I'm like, let's just go now. So we got in. You know, what I mean, we started. You know what, like six thirty, and I don't think we stopped till, I mean, when we walked out of there, what four thirty in the morning? Yeah, it was a lot, 
But yeah, uh, I mean, I guess we'll get into all that. Uh, I don't know. Did you? You didn't even finish your intro, you know, before we got sidetracked. <laughs> Right, the, the dark carnival takes it out of you. Um, as always, like I said, AIW's the card is going to change our sponsors. Want to thank our sponsors? We got the Exchange, a sponsor, Sick Things Clothing, and IW Guide, all sponsoring uh, this upcoming show of ours, Absolution, um, which is this Saturday, July. What is it? July fifteenth. Yeah, sorry. Um, tickets still available. I know uh, you said we got very limited. Uh, seating yeah. left available like yeah i think we seat? i can't remember off the top of my head, but it's, i think it's like 16 uh third row and like 10 fourth fourth row or something like that okay yeah definitely want to get your tickets now uh my days are just all like fucked up going from like the fourth of july holiday weird week into the gathering and now like uh heading into absolution it's just like oh man yeah, I was I was on vacation all week too. Uh, myself today is actually my last day of vacation. I go back to work tomorrow. I know you said you you went to work today, but yeah, I've been all over the place with the days and time. And had to take my hatchet man off and uh, put a tie on. You know, that's, uh, <laughs> you didn't just keep it under the shirt, huh? No, I took the hatchet man uh, pendant off and uh, put my tie on. You know, it's like putting putting this life away for the next uh, six months to a year, depending on if they. <laughs> Hire me for Hollow Wicked again this year. It's a uh, it's a real juxtaposition of uh, of lifestyles you got there, working for the clowns and then uh, your regular nine to five there, Tiger. I, I yeah. know it's uh, it's like wow, what a like I, I like laughs out loud this morning when I was getting ready for work. I was like, what a fucking life. <laughs> like, what a weird thing. Yeah. It's uh, it was quite, it was quite the, quite the weekend. It was pretty I, sick I, though. We all got, hat- we all got like these hatchet man charms though. That was pretty cool. We're 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 in the family now, dude. We're down with the clown. Not like not like all the uh, actual psychopathic uh, people, but you know, we, we got hatchet men nonetheless. You know, we don't got like the nice fucking diamond ones like uh. You know, Violent J or some of the other higher ups at the record label have, but Ouija Mac probably has a sick Hatchet Man chain. I bet. Oh, he, you didn't see him. He's he's bopping around. There's all kinds of people bopping around us back there. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was enamored with Tom. I think right. He said he was a big fan yeah, of Tom. I think Tom. Tom Lawler, I think they signed. I think Tom Lawler signed a record deal with Chapter Seventeen Records. On <laughs> That's night. fantastic. They're like all in on t- filthy Tom Lawler. Uh, filthy Tom, dude. He's he's a jog, dude. He we took a picture together. We always do. I always whenever I see Tom, we always snap a photo. He he threw up the wicked clown like hand hand sign. Uh, oh, he in was in heaven. Oh yeah, filthy Tom. I don't know. I, I don't know if you could call it a, him a closet juggalo. Uh, see, I don't think you know. He lets it be known. He came out to Ouija Mac once at a show when he couldn't figure out what when he was changing his his music. He used it once. No, yeah, I know, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like when I, I'm sure when most people think of Filthy Tom Lawler, like they don't uh, they don't go right into the you know the Juggalo uh, characterization or whatever. <laughs> most jug- Juggalos are outwardly like I'm a Juggalo. Yeah, you're correct on that. Tom doesn't really bring it up to him. But man, he was he was in heaven. I mean, uh, Filthy Tom's travel schedule just to do the <laughs> gathering was insane. Yeah, he was in Japan for New Japan Wrestling, then flew from Japan. To Detroit, uh, his he had such a long layover, and he did not want to miss uh, more gathering time. He just rented a car and drove from Detroit to Thornville, Ohio, because it would get him there sooner than his flight. 
Yeah. Uh, then, you know, he was going Saturday to the UK. Yeah, and then from the UK, he goes to France. And then from France, he comes to Akron, Ohio for Absolution this Saturday. <laughs> oh, man. Tom's, Tom's a legend, man. That guy is, uh, he's a great guy. He was, I, I mean, I think he left the gathering in debt because he was just buying so much Juggalo merchandise and like he knows all <laughs> the like Juggalo adjacent people. Like he's like, dude, check out these Shaggy the Airhead outfits. They're only 75 bucks. He's like, I bought three of them. <laughs> I bought three of them. Oh, Dom is the best. Man. And he had his like high school buddies fl- flew in. Just Dude, to, Todd, just Todd Sharp. for it, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and they like they kept getting like Juggalos kept going fucking cops, <laughs> like they <kept> call them <laughs> cops. Yeah. So they, I th- dude. So I thought they were just random guys that Tom just met. No, they <laughs> no, were his they like were high school. First. They were like his high school friends. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They told me all about it. It just was so funny at first when we were just standing there. It just they just didn't say anything for the longest time. They were just standing behind him wearing matching spaceman outfits. Well, like that was the, later on. You know, I'm so, earlier in the day when we were walking around. I don't know if you were even there yet. No, yes, yeah, see, I wasn't there yet. I only met him when he came back and he was just in the American flag jumper, and then he's just had two spacemen with him. Yeah, they were like, uh, so like we did like a a, a lap, you know, because you just got to walk it and see it all, and uh, you know, people kept saying "fucking cops," you know, and like <laughs> yell because you've never seen a collection of megaphones in one place oh, like the dude. gathering of the juggalos. It's just like uh, if you want to know what's keeping the megaphone industry in fucking business, it is the gathering of the juggalos. There are so many megaphones in that fucking place. I mean. No fewer than a thousand megaphones on the uh, on the grounds, I, I would say is, and that's probably an under, as far as uh, an estimate. But uh, they were yelling at Tom's buddies, so then they as well went to the fucking sh- Shaggy the Airhead merch booth and uh, bought seventy five dollar fucking lazy and crazy clothing like shirt short combo things. And his one buddy uh, was so funny. He was like, took a shirt off. He's like, "See, I'm not wearing a wire, everybody." <laughs> yeah, they were great, dude. I was talking to them for a while, and they they were great, dude. Todd and Shark, shouts out to Todd and Shark, dude. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it was just the, uh, it, it I, I I mean, it was it was an experience, man. I mean, th- this is what I'll say. You know, whether you're Juggalo or not, or uh, know any of the music or or dislike the music, what whatever your feelings are on the whole thing, you got to throw it out the window. And I think everybody needs to see the gathering of the Juggalos in person at least once in their lifetime. I mean, it is an experience like nothing else you will ever see on this planet. Yeah, I I would agree with that heavily. The megaphone thing is so funny too, because yeah, everyone had, it's like one of the first few years of that somebody brought one and everyone was like, that's a great idea. Like carnival barker type deal. And everyone just, everyone has it. You can hear it. They're all over the festival. And they just grounds rip on, they just rip on anybody that walks by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just, Oh, it's so funny. They just rip on people. And like, it's just like, it's, I'm telling you, you know what I mean? Like, even if you just go and buy one of those one-day tickets, everybody's got to experience this place at least once in their lifetime because it is just – you, can, you can't – like, there's vlogs and there's all kinds of things that are on YouTube yeah. documenting it. 
does it no justice at, at all. I mean, it, I remember, you know, on Saturday, I was like, all right, fuck, man, it's 4.30 in the morning, but you guys have not gotten to see too much of it. Yeah. So I was like, I was so fucking tired. We were all so tired. Uh, my feet were killing me, and I was like, all right, let's go do a lap. because you One guys lap, got, yeah. I was like, you guys got to see this place at night. And you're like, <laughs> like I remember like uh, Nicholson was like, oh, it's like 4.30 in the morning. Like, <laughs> let's just go. And I was like, no, come on. Like, let's go do a lap. And we got to one point, and like Nicholson was like, "How are there this many fucking people so actively awake at four thirty in the morning?" Yep, we were just walking around. I was just lighting off fireworks and tossing them around, and people were like, "Yeah!" And clap. Like you do the, the some of the things we that were people were doing there. Like you, you don't see that at other places. Like there was just absolutely like it's like the last lawless thing in America. Like it. it it's as law. It's as close to lawlessness, I think, as as you can get. I mean, like Nicholson was, you know, he goes to all these like fucking, you know, like music festivals, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, these like fucking like hangout fests in Alabama, and you know, he goes to like all these different music festivals, and like the gathering was like, you know, on his bucket list or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I've never been to a music festival where they do not check your bag at all." <laughs> Like oh yeah, nothing. we didn't even there. Wait, there wasn't even. I told you too. There wasn't even anyone at the door when I got in there and parked my car. I pulled into the place, parked my car, walked up and walked through it. There was no gate. There was no ticket person. There wasn't anyone checking anything. We walked right in. Yeah, but even incredible. if you found the real gate, nobody checks anything. You know, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, like there's just nothing. There was no one. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> Just a crazy, crazy time. I mean, uh, you know, I thought the show was fun for what it was. Like, um, just fucking, it's it's just wild. Like, it's just the wild, it's the wild west, you know? The, like The megaphone thing, too, is funny. Uh, if, if I don't know if any of that footage will be released or whatever, but you've, you, you know, you have that footage. There was a guy ringside with a megaphone that was just talking shit all night long, all oh, night yeah. long into the ring. Yeah, because the match before the main event, there's like twenty thousand thumbtacks left in the ring, oh. and like we're trying to start the start it. <laughs> like Josh Bishop's trying to like kick these like dirty, bloody thumbtacks to the side, and like he's just like some guy is on a megaphone just saying, "What are you a fucking pussy?" <laughs> <laughs> they were just throwing shit at the cage all night. I I filmed the show with your phone and I was just doused with shit all night long, dude. I was getting hit with beer like they were, because the the cage, you know, so they just had to hit the top of the cage and whatever they threw just exploded whatever liquid everywhere. I was just getting everywhere. Like I had this talk with Violent J and I was like, you know, like you can go either way on the cage matches for all night, but I was like, honestly, like I think it protects performers more than more than anything else because like yeah. when there's not a cage, like if you watch some of those old gathering clips of like Tracy Smothers in the ring, like it mm. is fucking, it, I mean, it's dangerous. You know what I mean? Like it, they just fucking throw everything they can get their hands on at the ring. Yeah, I was like, yeah. so you know, I was a like, glass half full situation. You know, because I, I don't know if he wanted everything in the cage but it's just kind of how like logistically with like the stage manager and everything they made that decision yeah and i was like well you know like in a glass half full situation like the wrestlers are 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 being somewhat protected from everything that's getting whipped at them yeah 
Yeah, it was uh, it was easier logistic wise because I just I mean that late at night to have to put the cage up. You know what I mean? Even well, if it, we would have, even if we would have did it as quick as the, you know, they did for for the cage match for ours for AIW, which it's, there's it's no the way we would have. It's like the rigging the stuff up is what takes long. Yeah, and like that's what happened last year. Is it was just the one cage match at the end, but it took like an hour for those you know production people to rig up the fucking exploding fucking spark machines that they put on there, like the electric. Yeah electricity shooting fucking spark things that they have it takes a while to like because they're all connected or whatever so yeah no it, it is what it is but it is a fucking goddamn spectacle and you know i'll say it to the end of time i think everyone should go to the gathering for at least a day and uh i think everyone should see icp perform in that environment at least once because it's just it's wild um, because I know, I'm pretty sure it's been asked a couple times, um, you know, people had asked in the discord and stuff is, do you have any idea if that footage is going to go out anywhere or, you know, because well, they didn't film anything like, so right. like, you, you know what I mean? I, I may upload some stuff into our uh, new Facebook group that we started, but like they didn't film anything. And like, I, I even told violent J I was like, man, you're like leaving money on the table just by not having this footage, you know what I mean? Even if you don't like commercially release it, like, but they haven't filmed the last, since I've been doing it, they haven't filmed the last three and they didn't film Hollow Wicked either. Like they just do it for the live, for like the live crowds. Hmm. Interesting. Well, but I think when they were doing it before, there, you, know? you know what I mean? Like, I think when they were filming it, they were like hiring, like, you know, fucking television film, like, crew shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't know if they know about, you know, the run-and-gun in, indie style of things, but... They'll have to throw that into the package next time, to, you know, the part of the I contract. was pitching it, you know what I mean? But then I'm thinking, like, man, I don't know if I want my cameras getting fucking doused with fucking shit. Yeah, because yeah, your phone took a little bit of... <laughs> I was cleaning it off almost after every match. <laughs> right. Um... All right. Well, I guess enough enough about the dark carnival. Um, well, I'll say this: like, what was the, what was the f- funniest thing? What was the funniest thing you think you saw, or just like the most memorable thing you think you saw when you were in there? Oh man, there's there was a lot. Um, there was a lot of things that were really great. Um, <laughs> Necro just just bleeding everywhere, just like that guy, like. Just the legend of him. I've never gotten to see. I think no. I think I saw him one time at uh, when we went to uh, Mania. I saw him on some shows, but to see that guy up close and personal was pretty funny. Um, just like the crowd as a whole for everything, because um, like the lineup of bands that performs is just so crazy too. Like it's not all just like Juggalo music. Like Arrested Development performed like Saturday afternoon. You know what I mean? So no, like, they play they play Thursday. I watched. Oh, them that Thursday. was Thursday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just wild. Like to see that many people. Like I didn't see any fights. I'm sure there was because you know what I mean it's just gonna happen. But it's just wild to see like everybody just just get along seemingly like uh like that um as far as craziest thing that we saw i don't know i don't know it all it was just one big giant experience that was uh it's really hard to like it's really hard to pinpoint i know you guys met superhuman when i was yeah backstage at one point yeah he chuck stone was pumped about that 
yeah, Joey mentioned that he was there, and Chuck was like, no way, like, you got it. We got to meet that guy. And I was like, yeah, that, that's, I, we got to do that. And he was like, all right, yeah, I'll bring him over here. Um, there's, there was a few other things, but some of that, you know, some of them I'm, I'm not going to share here on the podcast. We're just oh, going to yeah, keep yeah. those to ourselves. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot that you can't share on the podcast. <laughs> it was, it was a great time, and, uh, I, it was a lot of work, uh, but I was, you know, glad to be there, glad to be a part of it. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, and I told, again. like, I told him, you know, I, I said it on Twitter, but, but, you know, I also sent an email to Psychopathic today and I was just like, you know, uh, I just want to let you guys know how much I appreciate how much money and effort that you guys have put towards and given back to pro wrestling for so many years. Because, dude, like they spared no expense on anything and no, like nobody is there for the wrestling at the gathering. You know what I mean? Like it's essentially them just like taking all this money and just like that's just less money for them you know like uh, if you really boil down the the economics of it all you know like people are there to see icp and they're there to see these you know uh, other bands like they like the wrestling yeah but like i don't know if the wrestling's selling a ticket and i think they know i I like but they just they love it and they want to give back to it and like i mean dude like it's it's awesome. Like you, I know that you guys were on, on the stage, but like, you know, Shaggy two dope came in the locker room and like thanked everybody for doing the show. And like, you know, it was just like, these guys don't got to fucking do that. You know what I mean? Like he walking around like, but like, and he walked in, like it was a pro wrestling locker room. What I mean, which it was, but like, this is his house. You know what I mean? And he was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. So like, thanked everybody. Like uh, that's yeah. crazy. Like the, I guess a, a way to say it too uh, is like they have all these other different like entertainment things that you can do. There's like a hayride at the in the middle of the night. There's all these other like things that they have go on there. They could save so much money and pocket a bunch more money, probably whatever profit a bunch more money by not doing the wrestling. Because like you said, it would it, it's it's an expensive endeavor. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. They could probably easily replace that with some other, you know, hayride, haunted. We, they could come up with something that would probably be way cheaper than what the wrestling is. You know what I mean? And but they don't. They, you know, they put on they they put on what they think is, you know, a great the the, the dark carnival, man. The dark carnival's got wrestling, dude. Like that's right. I don't and know. Like, I, I I agree with you. Like they they give back. They certainly give back, and they, you know what I mean. Like I do the fucking, you know, I I turn in the financial report to them. You know what I mean? And I say, you know. This is what it's going to cost. And, like, to be perfectly honest with you, they called me this year, and they were like, well, we think that th- these people should get more money. So, like, let's give this person this much, wow. and let's give this person this much. And I was like, you know, like, if that, you know, it's your thing. If that's what you guys really feel, like, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to argue against that. I was like, sure. But, you know, like, I understand that this is a, you guys are running a business. And they're like, no, fuck that. Like, you know, these guys work hard. And, uh, you know, I just thought these guys get like such a bad rap, you know what I mean? Like over different things. And it's just like, people don't like stuff like that. It's just like, you know, no one's ever going to fucking, you know, no one's ever going to know that story. You know what I mean? Like of, uh, of whatever, you know, like, and it's just like, just to be able to, to see that and like, just, uh, you know, be like kind of in the, in the thick of all that to where they're just like, you know, they're like really like great dudes and like especially violent jay's brother jump steady who is like the head guy at the gathering is just like such a such a great dude and like so is you know billy bill who is president psychopathic he's like 
you know, he was kind of up there as like the stage manager and stuff uh, throughout JCW. But these guys do not have to waste their time uh, on any of this stuff or, or, you know, give, you know, like people would probably wrestle the gathering for fucking nothing. You know what I mean? But it's just like, look at how they, you know, look at how they treat us like. There's food back there. There's fucking drinks and water and shit back there. There's like, I mean, just right off the rip, like everybody's getting a $250 ticket. You know what I mean? To this, that's good for the whole weekend. Um, you know, every every performer that that does JCW or helper, like you were a helper, like you could have went for fucking four straight days if you had the time. You know what I mean? Like just stuff like that. Like uh, I think these guys kind of get, a bad rap for for different things but you know i, I just got to give them their props for you know taking care of all the wrestlers and like how just um you know determined they are to kind of give back to pro wrestling as a whole like like i said like shaggy toot up going in there and like thanking everybody for doing the show and you know violent J, you know same thing just being so hands-on about it all it's like these dudes like you saw the fucking schedule and you saw like all the shit that they were doing over four days. Like it's insane. You know, like they, I, I don't even know how they do it all. Like we were crossing paths as they're doing a fucking meet and greet at one o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, it, it it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did, you know, say we worked, we worked one to three and then we did all this stuff. So we didn't get out of there until about four thirty. but I mean, neither did they probably because they did the hayride thing where J, you know, violent J and shaggy take that hayride with everybody and they run two different shows of that. So like they're up till five and you know, they're, they're burning the oil as well. So it's like, you got to respect it. The thing about the money though. And, and you saying you know, you telling that story and saying, Hey, you know, they came back and said, you know, no, like we should, we think they should get more is just like, that's like a huge thing. You don't really hear about stuff like that. You know, they'd be like walking into a restaurant, paying for your steak and be like, no, nah, that steak was so good. I'm going to give you more money right. and not like a tip. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't tip. They were like, this is what they get. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, even like Violent J, like, you know, they, they kind of postponed their meet and greet start time because he was up on the stage and he wanted to go over the show and like. You know, he had like we had this like impromptu meeting and, you know, on the side stage when we were getting ready to start. And he just wanted, you know, he wanted to know everything that was going on and, you know, all this other stuff. And like he was trying to figure out a way to like, like do something on the show. But like his managers and, and people like they're like, dude, like these people bought this meet and greet. Like you got to go do this meet and greet. And he was trying to figure out a way to do both. And I was and he wanted me to come interrupt his meet and greet. And like pull them out for you know one match or whatever for the one tag match, and I was like, dude, are you sure? Like I was like, I do not feel comfortable doing that. You know what I mean? Like I'm just you know I'm just here to be you know what I mean to like run this run this event. I don't want to go fuck up you know something that you guys are doing that's a money making endeavor. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, please do. And then, um. I ended up telling, you know, somebody who told his manager who like went in and like they set it all up and they were going to hold the line. And then he felt bad about making the, the meet and greet people wait. And he was like, no, you know what? I'm just I'm, I'm going to do this, like tell them to just keep the wrestling show moving. So, you know, it's just the, it, it, it's just really crazy to kind of be, you know, kind of in the middle of this machine and be a small part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, 
Uh, anything else you want to say about the Dark Carnival before we get forward? We've been going about a half hour here on the on the Wicked Clowns. <laughs> you want to get into the uh, absolute? It is Absolution Week. Babe. It is Absolution Week. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just uh, just the crazy. I, I think maybe you know if we have time Saturday, maybe we can get Tom and Chuck and some of, some of the other people that were there. Maybe uh, do a little Patreon special on the on the gathering. Yeah, we definitely should, um, because I know people, like I said, people were asked about it, and, and to get everyone who, you know, all of us who were there would be would be a good, uh, you know, little roundtable thing to throw up on the Patreon. Oh, and, like, just one last thing, like, sure. just going back to the investment, they bought all new championship belts when they did not have to and had them mailed to my house because they just wanted new belts for the gathering. They do, like, two wrestling shows a year, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. and, like, they have belts. And, uh, you know, shout out to a new uh, championship heavyweight champion joshua bishop the new champion of the juggalos the yeah the king of the juggalos dude that's so good which vampiro came out and like none of that was planned at the end and like he didn't know if vampiro was gonna punch him or what and like he said like vampiro like said uh you were this was always this was supposed to be you last year brother i'm happy for you and like gave him a hug or something he's like i felt like i was being knighted like i am now the you know the new juggalo king yeah, because I, no one, no one knew that he. Yeah, no one knew he was coming out. I didn't know he was coming out, so I'm trying to get a shot with the cage door open of Josh holding the. Yeah, belt he almost up, ran into like, you. And he, well, he's just standing behind me, and everyone's like, "Pat, Pat, get the fuck out of the way!" And I'm like, I turn around, and Vampiro's just behind me. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, I didn't, I didn't know I was in the way. Like, my bad. I was trying to get the shot. I didn't know you were coming, but like, yeah, it was funny. Steve, guys, like, get the fuck out of the way. I'm like, well, I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was going in the ring, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody did. Uh so yeah, I mean, just uh, we we you could we could honestly talk about the gathering for fucking three more hours. Yeah, uh, that's we should definitely do it Saturday. We should we should because you know there's no time limit Saturday. We could just riff. Right, right, but yeah, just uh, another great experience. I hope that uh, you know I get asked to do it again. Um, you know, I want to do Hollow Wicked, man. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> right, yeah, we did Hollow Wicked last year, but we had to leave because. Uh, of getting the uh, getting the ring back or whatever um, in time before OSI closed. So I mean, it's like the Hollow the Rusk showed Hollow. It could have said like four p.m. on like a Monday, <laughs> like, Jeez. but it was like fucking packed still. You know, like it's just uh, it's just crazy, like crazy, just fucking business to see and kind of you know, like we're so far like off. You know the you you know like in the far corner of the, the business or whatever, but like just to even just be backstage and see it all, you know what I mean? Like seeing Max Sabbath get ready or like, yeah, you know, like fucking watching yellow wolf as we're like fucking fixing the ring and shit, you know, just like, just crazy. Uh, we're, we're doing the lighting and uh, a memory. Like you said, what was a good memory? He did friends in low places and he's right. just just acapella. So me and Chuck, our Tom was looking at us like we were freaking insane because I'm just running these lights, taping them, and just screaming. I got I know it, <laughs> it was just, crazy. It was great. It was great. I mean, I, you know, like I and I've never seen Yellow Wolf live. I didn't know what to expect. Like, uh, so like it, Max Sabbath was like a whole fucking spectacle. You know what I mean? And like, um. I saw fucking the Sugar Hill Gang on Saturday. Like, we got to go uh, on Thursday. We got on stage with ICP. So, like, <laughs> I posted some videos on Twitter. Like, Tom Lawler was just, and Chuck Stone were in heaven. Where, like, Chuck Stone knew nothing about ICP until he got booked for the gathering two years ago. And uh, 
now he is just like in full fledged like juggalo mode. He's like, dude, this place is the fucking best. He's like, <laughs> I love it. I wanted. I hope that you have this job for the rest of my life and I can come to the <laughs> gathering every year. Yeah, because he, he, he was like almost like a point of contact for me. We were hitting each other back up because I had to come up by myself. So he was like hitting me up and everyone's doing a million things. You know, you're working. Uh, so it's hard to like be right on top of your phone. But he really helped me out. He made sure I got in and everything, yada, yada, and took care of me. Sorry, yeah. my kid's talking in the background. But yeah, he took care of me and uh, I sent him a text. Hold on, my kid's singing in the background. Hold on, Ellie. So he's, I sent him a text and said, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate you. And he said, hell, dude, the, the gathering is the best. No problem, dude. We, we got to go every year. I'm glad you had yeah, fun. He's like, like whoop, I was, whoop. And I'm like, yes, brother. I was, I was like, I don't know. You know, I hope, you know, I hope I keep the job. I hope they keep having me come back and do it. You know, you just never... You just never know how any of that stuff's going to shake out. But, like, I think that they trust me enough and I I know how to, like, kind of maneuver through things a little bit right now. So, you know, it's like you just never know. But so far, so good, I think. Uh, and like I said, you know, like uh, just a crazy, crazy experience. Yeah, I, I also, like Chuck, hope you have that job forever so we can keep going back year after year. <laughs> I know. It's just, it, I mean, it's just crazy, like i don't know how many people do you think were there like fucking ten thousand. like oh easy it was just it was insane like it's just people as far as you can see like it just uh like i said it's like the last lawless thing in america like just a crazy crazy thing uh whether you like like the music don't like the music none of it matters everyone needs to experience the gathering at least once in their lifetime the picture that I had, I, put, I think I put that one on my Twitter. It was definitely on like one of my social medias. But it, to me, it was a great representation because it was from where the ring was behind stage, like backside stage or whatever, out towards the crowd. So you could just see this sea of people. But then behind it is like carnival rides and the paratrooper ride and all this stuff. But the stage set is Ouija Mac, who has like a sick stage set. But it's like these guards, like prison guards dressed up in like camo suits with like gas masks on and like these big AR looking like smoke guns. But like it was just like a perfect to me, it was like a perfect photograph of like what that place like is. It was great. Oh, yeah, it's just it's great. But like I said, we could talk about it for hours. So I guess we better move on. Yeah, we should get into this card here. Uh, as I said earlier, Absolution is sponsored by uh, Sick Things Clothing. IW Guide and the Exchange. We appreciate our support. If you want to support AIW, get any type of sponsorship, uh, email jim at AIWrestling.com. Coach will get you set up. We got all kinds of packages, you know, that type of stuff. Tiers for different sponsorships. You can get your brand, your podcast, your, you know, anything you want. Get your name out there and uh, and get, get in the sponsorship realm. But uh, you, you want to go over the card here first? Yeah, go for is ev- it. Is everything going to be announced or is there anything unannounced here or... Well, the only thing that's not announced is on your format is not announced. That's how it's going to be announced. So, okay. Well, we do know that we do have an absolute title match. That is that's for sure happening with Matthew Cardona, AEW intent uh, absolute champion. Excuse me. He will have Steph Delander and Bill Alfonso with him, but his verse Isaiah Broner, uh, coming off his win of Gauntlet for the Gold. Um, I'm very excited for this match. Everyone knows I'm a big Isaiah Broner guy. Uh, how do you feel this is going to shake out? What do you think about that? You know, this is a big one that's been brewing for a while. A couple shows worth of, you know, uh, you know, results leading up to this one. 
Um, you know, I, I think, I think, um, there's probably too many people saying it's a foregone conclusion that Broner's walking out as, as champion. It seems to be the general consensus. Uh, I, I don't know like why anyone would think that it's even a possibility that w- it's not a possibility that we wouldn't keep going forward with Cardona. Uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest attractions on in independent wrestling. So, you know what I mean? Like uh, when I see stuff like that, I go, Oh, you guys are going to fuck it up. <laughs> you know, like it, 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 it certainly, um, I don't think people realize that, uh, no, no decision is made on any of that stuff until we get there. You, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I, there's a lot of, you know, I still think I, of- I, you know, I, I, I see, you know, if you want to go behind the curtain a little bit, you know what I mean? I see, uh, I see cases for both and how it shakes out. Um, I have blueprints for both depending on which way we go. Uh, moving forward, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I, I just have to weigh weigh the pros and the cons of everything. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at on it. There's just so many. He's just got so much stuff in his back pocket. He's got Steph Delander. He's got Bill Alfonso. But then he's also got PME. You know what I mean? Too. So there's a lot of ways that this guy. I mean, Isaiah Broner is an incredible force and a man that shouldn't be messed with. But you, he's he's got. He's wrestling Matt Cardona. He's also got four other people he's going to have to deal with. You right. know, right? So there's so, a I mean, lot there's, at play. There, there's just a lot that a lot of ways where it could go, um, and I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I think you know, uh, obviously Isaiah Broner is uh, a. I'm trying to think of how how to word it. Like he's just a he's just a commodity waiting to happen. Um, but I do think that, you know, we have the, I do think the injury really set back some things, you know what I mean? And I, I don't know if he is back to where he was at. It's almost like, you know, when COVID hit AIW coming out of, you know, 2019, you know, like it took a long time for us to kind of get back to, where we were at. And I kind of feel like that injury while, you know, he wasn't out as long as they thought he was going to be out. I do think it has certainly kind of uh, stalled his momentum a bit, if that makes sense. Okay. So, you know, like these are just kind of things that I have to, you know, I, I have to look at, you know, as a booker promoter, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, I, I do certainly think that there's a ton of star power there. You know, I, I just don't know, if the people are back totally with him like they were before, you know, like uh, I see the usual suspects saying it's a foregone conclusion on Twitter, but y- you know what I mean? Like you got to see other people talking about it too before, right. you know, you really kind of buy into it as uh, you know, as a booker. So I don't know what I, I really, honestly, I'm, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I don't know what to, what I'm going to do. You know, I don't know what, where this thing is going to go. Interesting. Okay. Well, come out this Saturday and see what happens. If you don't have your ticket yet, definitely that, that is a one match. I mean, there's many on this card here. There's eight matches. Uh, that's definitely one worth, uh, worth checking out live. That's for sure. Uh, moving forward. Also a title match for the intense title. 
Derek Dillinger versus Wes Barkley. Champion Derek Dillinger coming out, issuing, you know, the challenge to Wes. They've had, uh, you know, going back and forth. Or, excuse me, Wes challenged Derek, I believe, correct? Yeah. Uh, after one of the shows. I think, you know, this is another one. Like, um, it's a coin flip, you know, and that's – I think that's what makes Absolution great is, especially this year, I think things are just so well matched up. You know what I mean? Um I just, uh, you could just go either way on a lot of these matches. And I I think that's, you know, that's, you know, when you boil down the nuts and the bolts of pro wrestling, that's, that's what it's all about, right? Like you, you don't want things that are too predictable. You want people that, you know, the fans are invested in. I think, (coughs) I think people are invested in both these guys for different reasons. Different pockets of the crowd are, are invested in 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 each of them, so I think that this could be a, a great, very kind of combustible crowd environment, so to speak. Um, you know, same with the main event. Same could be said about the main event. You know, like there's people that hate Matt Cardona, but he also fucking pulls people that love Matt Cardona. You know what I mean? So like, oh, there's no shortage of Broski fans, right? So like, you know, like. If you're for Broner, you better fucking let it be heard on set on Saturday. And if you're for Broski, let it be heard. Uh, same thing here, Derek and, and Wes. I think that, you know, a case can be made for either of these guys walking out of this show, you know, with the belt. You know, like, I don't think Derek has any, you know, signs of slowing down. I think, you know, Wes is still, you know, kind of ascending up as a singles wrestler. <laughs> and, you know, he was a guy that was probably, you know, he was destined to be in this spot, but it just took a little longer than, you know, than anybody expected. And, you know, a a lot of that had to do with, you know, crowd reception and, you know, it took him a while to, to win the people over. And I think they're, they're with him now, but I think equally the people are with Derek. So, I think that this one, you know, I I think both, if you want to say this is, you know, main event B or whatever, you know what I mean? I think that both title matches can go either way. I agree. It's going to be an interesting night, Saturday, that's for sure. Um, Going forward, another match that was announced actually recently saw a promo for it. Newly kind of formed tag team wrestling, which is PB Smooth and Brian Carson versus Dom and Shaw Mason. Newly formed, not tag team, but, you know, kind of joining forces here. Yeah, this one's kind of been brewing with, with Shaw Mason and, and uh, quotations wrestling for a while uh, as they are the uh, last descendants, so they claim, of uh, Johnny wrestling and Candace wrestling. Um you know, I, I I think, you know, Dom kind of coming to the aid of his student uh, makes perfect sense here. Um, I think that, uh, you know, again, you just don't know where, thing, where things are going to go at Absolution. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's an interesting, you know, interesting style. Shaw and Dom kind of similar style going against, you know, a, a giant like PB and a guy, you know, an all-around guy like Carson. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be an interesting match. 
Um, going forward, uh, another match that we're, we've seen. This will be three times now between Josh Bishop and Filthy Tom Lawler. Will they bring the wheel? What stipulation will it be? Even if it lands on one, they're gonna spin it again. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100 honest with this. You know, that spin the wheel thing was like a one off thing booked on a whim. Right, and then we yeah. did it, and then the rematch was booked again on a whim at after the like while the first one was like basically wrapping up, and I was like, okay, I guess we're gonna do it again, <laughs> you know, like let's just announce we're gonna do it again because neither guy really had um you know anything going, and then at that point, I'm just like, well, absolution's in like a show, you know, so like we might as we might as well ride it out to the you know the absolution with these two guys, um, you know, and that's how you know the the dream partner tag match came to be in 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 June. I figured you know Tom Tom and <coughs> Josh were the best bets for those for those spots, and then, you know, we can just have them ride it to Absolution. I don't know if they want to do a stipulation. I don't know what they want to do. I don't know if Josh wants to put the JCW title on the line. You know, like, uh, I just figured... I hope he brings it at least. <laughs> right. I just figured, hey, like, let's, you know, let, these guys have been, you know, doing these matches for the last couple months. Let's at least, you know, let them have one more, whether it's a spin the wheel match or just a straight match or, you know, like just let them, you know, do it on the, on the biggest stage we have, which is absolution. So that's exactly what's going to happen there. was, But you know, this was never a long-term plan. It was all kind of, like I said, on a, on a whim. And then before you know it, we're, you know, we're at absolution and it's just like, you know, this is, this is where thing, you know, this is where the, where the, uh, the cards have, have brought us, so to speak. Yeah, they've, they've been such great matches both times, so I'm excited to see what, you know, what the third brings. <clears throat> Another match, a blood feud, basically, is uh, what this is being called. Jocelyn Navarro versus Ziggy Heim. Uh, this one has been been brewing, apparently, under the scenes a little longer than we thought. Uh, it came to fruition at the last show, uh, and... And uh, this one is finally. See that video? Night. Jocelyn went to her house. He, she, that's what I was going to say. She showed up at her doorstep. Yeah. And uh, I think Ziggy, Ziggy said she wants some no rules action. So, I mean, I guess fans, you are permitted to bring some weapons on Saturday. Uh, Interesting. I mean, did I, you know, did you see that promo? That's the, that's the vibe I got is she wanted, you know, it. Some anything goes action going. Um, that's yeah, that's what it seemed like to me. And I mean, here you go. When was the last time we saw some uh, anything you know, no rules weapons type action from the AIW women's division? It's been quite a minute. Well, it's been about a couple weeks if you count uh, June twenty third. You well, know, yeah, right. No rules, I guess for the for the rap show. But down. I mean, but that's yeah, true. Yeah, no, you're. you're yeah, I, I see. What, I see where you're going with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that. You know, again, um, I don't know where the people are going to be on Jocelyn Navarro. Uh, I think, you know, uh, Ziggy definitely has her pocket of fans. Um, So, again, I think this could be like this is what I really like about this card is like it's really built on our core people telling, you know, uh, telling these stories that, you know, there's been some some. Easter eggs have dropped through, throughout the last couple months, and, you know, people can kind of go back and, and see them. But, um, 
Yeah, I think that this one is, you know, a great showcase for for the women's division. And, you know, I, I've answered the, the, the belt question a million times. I don't think that – I think this is a perfect example of why you don't need a championship belt. These are, you know, two girls that are going to go out there and uh, leave it all on the line. And I'm personally looking forward to it. You know, I think it's uh, a, a great story for both. You know, Jocelyn has ascended – rather quickly you know in this kind of post-covid aiw and uh equally so has so has ziggy and you know she's primarily been you know a, a manager valet what do you want whatever you want to call it for Derek uh these last few years so you know making the transition into being more of a competitor you know that comes with its you know, hurdles and obstacles. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see things, you know, see what they, what they do on Saturday night. Again, you know, if you want to bring some weapons for them, maybe they use them, maybe they don't, I don't know. But uh, that's, that's the vibe I've been getting is uh, they want to go, you know, balls to the wall, so to speak. We'll see what happens, I guess, huh? <laughs> uh, moving forward in the card of match. That was announced uh, at the end of the last show. Members only versus to infinity and beyond. Members only getting that pin on to infinity and beyond that last uh, match there with the in the tag match. And uh, infinity and beyond said, bet you can't do it again. So they're going to run it back here at Absolution. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a big opportunity for, uh, for members only, obviously. Um you know, I'll even without the belts. You know, to infinity and beyond, I think, are the gold standard of tag team wrestling and all of independent wrestling right now. I think, you know, they are the most underutilized, underappreciated tag team free agents on the scene today. Um, so this is a huge task for members only. You know, like it's one thing to beat them in a in a four way and kind of sneak them. It's another thing, you know, when it's, uh, you know, traditional tag team wrestling match. So, you know, I, I think they certainly have their work cut out for them. Um, I don't think that, uh, I don't want to say to infinity to be honest, taking them lightly. I think quite the opposite. I think they're coming in to prove a point and, you know, unleash a little bit of vengeance on members only for embarrassing them. And they're, you know, big return to AIW after, you know, Colin had to take so many months off to, uh, you know, kind of get ready for his wedding. So uh, I think that there's, um, you know, a, a lot at play here, high stakes, so to speak, uh, while not a title match, you know, uh, again, you know, the, the stakes can be high in, in, in other ways in the world of pro wrestling. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, it's no secret, like you said, about to infinity beyond, you think they're kind of one of the, if not the best tag team on the independents. So to have them come in and, and against another team in AIW members only who's been very hot for a while now, you know, stronger and stronger, kind of really growing in AIW, to me this could be a show stealer. This could be the sleeper match, you know, of the evening because you got a team like 2Infinity and Beyond who are just, they're always going to come out and give you a great match, and members only have just time and time got to keep, they keep, building and building and putting on stronger and better matches and i think this could be a night where you know the stakes are high it's absolution you could see these two teams come out and, and put on a show stealer yeah no doubt i think you know uh, i think if members only can can rise to the occasion um you know uh you know because they they've shown kind of you know glimmers of greatness but never you know, just uh, never have been able to put it all together, in my opinion. You know, there's little kind of sparks of, you know, these guys could be good. 
and then, you know, there's just uh, times where things just fall completely off the rails. So I think that, uh, you know, there's uh, th- there's a lot that could can come out of this, you know, no matter which team wins. Definitely. Uh, another match here we got. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, newly formed Cash is King is what they're calling themselves. Uh, Money Shot, Zach Nystrom, and Elijah Dean with Eric Taylor and the Duke versus Mikey Montgomery, Big Sam Hardway Holloway, and bulking season, joining, making a little four way, four on four action here. This is going to be this is this is going to be an interesting match here. A lot of a lot of uh, heavy hitting going on in this one. I think a little bit of revenge. There's there's a whole lot of story behind this one. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, I really don't know you, you know what's going to happen here. It's kind of uh, it's a very interesting uh, team that has has come to uh, aid Mikey Montgomery. And you know, uh, we we didn't really get into it too much. This big kind of plan from Eric Taylor, you know, uh, apparently the injury of the, of the leg was fake and this is all kind of has been brewing for the last few months. Um, you know, so I, it's really hard to, it's really hard to bet against, you know, no pun intended, you know, when, the, the cash is on the table. It's 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 really hard to bet against the people that put uh, this sort of plan in in into place and and execute it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just uh, it's really hard to bet against those those four guys. You know, if they were able to kind of manipulate everybody from me to you, you know just the fans that ever you know you go across the board. Uh, I think it's really hard to bet against them. You know, I think, you know, uh, obviously Mikey has a, has a assembled a good team, you know, bulking season, uh, former AW tag team champion, Sam Holloway, you know, just, uh, took Matt Cardona to the limit. Obviously, you know, what we would consider a, a blue chip prospect coming out of the AW Academy, uh, you know, just has gotten himself in tremendous shape, but, you know, I just think it's, it's really hard to kind of bet against guys that are so methodical in, you know, this new Cassius King group. Yeah, the Duke uh, is going to do what he's got to do to make sure things are even here, taken or even, uh, you know, a little bit better on their side. But, yeah, it's 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 four guys on one side who who will pretty much do anything they can to take that victory, and, and that's, a scary, that's a scary four to be looking across from. Right, yeah, no doubt. Uh, the last match we have on here is unannounced. It is a mystery scramble. Do you have any info on that you want to give? I'm not revealing anything about the mystery scramble. That is why it is a mystery. But I would say that uh, you could see some familiar faces in there. Mystery scramble. Well, there you go. You definitely want to come out for that Saturday, right? I mean, uh, you know, there, there, there's always some sort of uh, mystery thing going on at Absolution, and uh, I think that, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, we could announce this and, you know, announce these people and maybe sell some tickets, but nah, fuck it. Let's just keep it a mystery. John Thorne is definitely not one to be, uh, you know, to you do things sometimes uh, just to make people like, oh, I should have went to that. You know, you never know who's going to come through that curtain on something like that. You know, you're, you're good for those. 
Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, we failed to mention meet and greet with Eric Bischoff. Yeah, we haven't even got to that yet. The uh, main attraction to this absolution, you got wrestling legend Eric Bischoff meet and greet. Do you have any info as far as pricing goes? I know I'm sure that's always kind of a question in the fans' mind, meet and greet-wise, price, you know, all that stuff, combo deals and whatnot. Uh, I think now don't – well, you guys are going to quote me, but uh, I think it is (laughs) 30 autograph – 30 photo op, $50 combo for Eric Bischoff. Okay. Not not official yet, but that's what it's looking like in the realm of what it could be. I'm pretty though, so. sure. I'm I'm pretty sure. It, it, if it's different, it's uh, like probably a, a $5 swing in either direction. You know what I mean? But I, I'm pretty sure it's landing right there at that 30, 30, 50, um, which is, you know, obviously up from some of our meet and greets, but I mean, it's fucking Eric Bischoff. Like what yeah, do you guys expect? On. You know, right. like this is uh, one of the bigger guests that you can secure. And, um, you know, what's interesting is, you know, now I can reveal is that he was the original guy that was booked for the rap show um, who I thought would have been perfect to pack that, you know, to pack that place out. And what is certainly helped to pack that big room out uh, once we had that switch. I think, you know, Bischoff would have sold that small room out quick uh, as tickets are selling very quick for Absolution. Like I said, you know, we don't, we don't have that many left. And, um, you know, general admission is is getting pretty uh, slim as far as, you know, what, what we're going to sell. So, um, yeah, he was originally booked on June 23rd, had a uh, family obligation pop up uh so then we moved it to absolution um i mean you got to come out to meet eric bischoff right like this is a super rare situation um and i'm i'm looking forward to it honestly uh i i think that this is uh, a great card top to bottom you know it's like it's really hard to kind of it's really hard for me to kind of sell all this stuff you know, because there have been so much story driven in, in a lot of it, you know, and it's kind of, right. it's kind of hard to do this podcast and like maintain the kayfabe of it all. Right. Like it's, it's very weird. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> it's a very weird, it's a very weird kind of uh, situation, but um, you know, I, I, I'm really happy with this card. I'm really proud of, you know, this card and, you know, I'm really happy of where things could go. Uh, with this card, you know, there's a lot of different directions for a lot of different people. You know, usually with Absolution, it's like the end of the chapter and then new things start. But what's interesting about this card is there's a lot of things that can continue, start. You know, there, there's a lot of, of of just different opportunities that I see in this card. You know, when comparing it to Absolutions of years past, there's just uh, so much more potential to continue kind of moving the company forward coming out of this card. So uh, that's what I'm most excited about. What are you most excited about? Yeah, I mean, like it's in the similar vein, it's this is very much a card, you know, that is AIW built and driven. These are all names and faces, you know, aside from that mystery scramble. God only knows who could be in that, but these other seven matches are all, you know, mainstays of AIW and having all that 
all those that talent to be on this card for you know absolution which is our you know our biggest show of the year you know it makes me feel good like we're we are really building something here and driving forward with you know we're not just putting on these indie super matches that no one cares about much like you said with you know a lot of this is all storyline driven a lot of this is stuff that's been going back you know the cash is the king thing how long you know that's going back quite a minute you know eric's been saying he's had feelings about this type of stuff for for a long time so you know a lot of this is is going back quite a bit um so it, it's to me it's it's uh it's satisfying to see our cards you know be very uh you know aiw heavy and and that's what's scary. Yeah, like homegrown it's like a very homegrown thing and like i you know it's tough because sometimes i you know i look at it and i'm out you know i'm always looking for that like you know extra kind of little pizzazz to put on it you know and like uh sometimes i just don't know you know how people view our cards that are from outside the aiw bubble or whatever but at the end of the day if they're outside the bubble they they weren't they weren't on board to begin with right you know so it's just like you gotta you gotta play to you know the people that are in the bubble and the people that are coming to shows and supporting and paying and um that's you know that's really been kind of the the mantra of AIW and you know what we've been doing for the last couple of years is you know building things internally and from within and you know I, I know that there's people that have their opinions on people coming out of the school or whatever else but like dude like the 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 proof is there you know what I mean these people are hanging with some with some of the best the, a lot of the people from the academy are starting to get booked you know all all around. Uh, you know, and that's that's really what it's all about. You know, like uh, you can't just bring in and, and export a talent and expect them to draw at this. You know, on this level, you know, it's it's one thing when you have an Eric Bischoff. You know, it's another thing when you have you know an an, an indie guy who you know has not had television time but still demands a a large fee and a flight and a hotel and all that. You know, like you, there's a lot of different kind of economics that go into just booking in general you know like i would love to be able to book you know the the best wrestlers but i don't even know if that would draw you know like there's been multiple you know multiple times where we've gone that route and they haven't sold an extra ticket you know so it's um you know it's just uh, it's one of those things that i'm really proud of that we've been able to kind of build up this you know, this core base and this, you know, unique sort of, uh, you know, situation with the, you know, a a almost all homegrown roster at this point (coughs) and have people invested in it, you know, like if people were not invested in what we're doing, we'd be drawing like some of the other companies around here, you know, like uh, I see companies are drawing 10 people, you know, like, and they're, proclaiming that they are competing with us and it's just like (laughs) that's not true at all and you know and you got to thank the fans for that and you know the people that are invested in what we're doing and to me that shows that you know we're doing something right you know we do have people i mean you see it how many fans could do you can you you know know by name you know you see them every single show like oh yeah (laughs) it's uh it's great, and I think, you know, not to bring it full circle to, uh, you know, our, our, our little juggalo talk, but Absolution is a family reunion, right? Like, everybody needs to come out to Absolution on Saturday. That's oh, yeah. where, you know, if you if people make one show a year, it, it should be Absolution. 
And, uh, you know, by the way, tickets are selling. It, it, it appears we're, we're headed that way. I would like to, you know, sell, you know, another hundred or so. Um, and I think, you know, I, it's already going to be packed, but I want to, you know, I want to fill that fucking shrine. Like we always fill that fucking shrine and, uh, you know, it's absolution and absolution should, you know, always, it, it is our marquee event. And like I said, it is a family reunion. And I think, you know, if you listen to this podcast or, you know, you, you follow AIW, but, you know, come to show here, there, whatever, like you need to be there this Saturday. You know, on the, on the flip side, it's funny too, but you say it's a family reunion. There are so many, you know, regulars that we see at every show, but there's at least always at least one person that I will meet somehow through the crowd at an after show in the beer line, whatever, some, you know, intermission, whatever. They'll be like, oh, this is my first, I've been wanting to come for so long. This is my first time and I'm definitely coming back. I had said, this is so much fun. I had a great time. I love this. I always meet at least one person that says that that was their first show and they, and they're coming back. You know what I mean? So a lot of familiar faces, but we, I think we keep growing and, and it's, it's very exciting to see where we're going forward in the future. I think AW has a, a bright, a bright future and a, and a stronghold on the northeastern Ohio wrestling scene. I hope so, you know, and like uh, like I said, you know, uh, that's not credit to me or, you know, just the talent. It's a credit to the fan base, you know, like without, you know, without that support, you know, we couldn't we couldn't put out this card that is, you know, a lot of our homegrown people, um but you know, I I, I do think that there's something to seeing people from the start of their journey, you know, and Sure. That's what a lot of AW fans have been able to do, you know, like, uh, you know, look at people that, you know, saw Josh Bishop debut, you know, like he totally has become a different performer. Wes Barkley, you know, so Eric, you know, Eric Taylor, <laughs> Mikey Montgomery. So, so many of these talents, uh, Dominic Guarini, even, you know, they have evolved into, you know, uh, major, you know, major, I guess, cornerstones of, of the company. And, you know, are starting to branch out and, you know, become cornerstones elsewhere and get these consistent bookings all over the country. Like Josh Bishop has something like like 12 matches in 10 straight days or something. You know, he's wrestling tomorrow. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Wow. You know, like he wrestled, he wrestled twice on, on Friday, you know, like uh, just uh, there's a lot of that going on. Like all those – all those guys are kind of traveling all over the place. So um, I just think it's great. And I think it's, you know, um, really kind of uh, makes me feel good about what we've been doing, I guess, is is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. I can't can't agree more with you. Well, any other thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, I know, like you said, uh, real quick, uh, I hate to keep bringing it up. I know you want to keep it uh, mystery, but I love a good mystery, and I'm excited for that mystery scr- scramble. That's another thing on the card Saturday that I'm very, you know, I love wrestling, love a good secret or surprise, whatever it may be, and uh, mystery scramble. You know, you got AIW scrambles are legendary, so I'm excited for that one. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm just really excited for it. I hope everyone comes out. I know that some fans are trying to get like a, a little tailgate thing going on Saturday. Um, you know, I think Pam and Stacy are trying trying to coordinate something like that. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the cough right into the microphone. <laughs> Justin Summers is going to reprimand me in a review of this podcast, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> you know, 
uh, look for, you know, look for information, you know, from the fans that are trying to get together, you know, get this tailgate together. And that's what, you know, that's what I think is great is this just community that we have built, um, you know, of just, you know, it's people don't just want to come and see a wrestling show. You know, they want to come and see their friends and hang out. And there's just not a lot of that that goes on in independent wrestling. And I think it's just, uh, you know, I, I just think it's, you got to give the fans props, right? Like you, you have oh, to, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, they've, they've made it such a welcoming kind of community for these people to, to, to enter. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm looking forward to Saturday. I hope that we got them hanging from the fucking, I, I don't know, the murals and in, in the Tadmore shrine, you know what I mean? Like there's no rafters <laughs> in there. Um, the, the Tadmore is a great one too for, for, uh, you know, tailgating and that type of stuff. Cause if you haven't been to the Tadmore, most people do, they know, you know, it's free parking, wide open parking lot, a lot of space in there, you know, so, you know, plenty of time, come early, come hang out, hang out in the parking lot with us. Maybe they might be grilling, who knows? So yeah, definitely very excited for Saturday. Yeah. We're wearing I mean, our formal, our formal gear on Saturday, right? Absolution is always a uh, shirt and tie. Am I right? I mean, I would... Ever since I started having to wear a fucking shirt and tie for work, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm probably not going to be doing it. But I know, like, a lot of the guys in the back really, like, uh, they like doing it. They like getting dressed up. It is the big show. Um, so I kind of defer to that. It's not a mandatory thing. But um, I I know that there were times where there were some people, like, some some people were really pushing it as mandatory so but i do i defer to them it's not a, a an official memo from the office but uh there are some people that that really take it seriously and uh you know want uh, everyone to to look nice at absolution so uh and hey fans can dress up too you know whatever whatever you guys are feeling i'll have my shirt and tie and i ain't getting my ass roasted <laughs> yeah i mean i i probably will not maybe because just because i gotta do it every day for for my job so it almost be easy you don't gotta change after work you just come straight there it's on saturday i'm off baby that's my that's my day off oh yeah that's true yeah you're, you're i gotta go to my other job that day i gotta go to my other job last week it was the dark carnival this week it's the fucking aiw carnival <laughs> love it we didn't right, take well. i don't think we took questions this week but i knew that we had a lot to talk about yeah um, Get on our Patreon. Um, you can get into our new Facebook group. You know, always submit ideas, questions for me, things for me to address on uh, on this podcast. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if we've missed anything uh, on this. I, I know it's kind of been all over the place, but uh, I'm just looking forward to Saturday, man. I, it's oh, also it's going to stream on Fight Plus. Oh, yeah. um, anything you can do to uh, get those Fight Plus viewership. Uh, hours or I don't really know how they track it, but you know, just the more you watch AIW, the the better that uh, we could potentially be compensated every month. So you know, put that shit on fucking loop on your uh, iPads or however you watch on Fight, and uh, you know, help us make a little bit of money. There you go. I always like going back and rewatching, like watching at the end, you know, after the show's over. I always like to go and go through. It's and like watch again. it's like a whole different experience from being there live because you know you get the commentary and sometimes yeah. uh, there's some a lot of backstage segments now with the Chase Oliver fucking wig out freak out productions. Uh, <laughs> he does a great job, but I mean, brother needs a 
he needs uh, <laughs> to practice some some meditation or something. Sometimes I've got to get on the Buddhism or something. Um, but yeah, yeah. See, I, I we never get to hear commentary, and that's a big one for me. You know, I love Dustin Alberti and Wadsworth and those guys. You know, so so it's it's big for me. I love hearing the commentary and that type of stuff. And then yeah, the packages, all that stuff. I get to see it on the screen per se, but a lot of times, you know, I don't get to hear it with the head. I got my audio headphones on and all there's going on back there. So I always like to go back and rewatch. But yeah, get those Fight Plus numbers up and. Uh, if you don't have a ticket for Saturday, get get your ticket for Saturday, and we'll see everybody out there. Absolution, baby. Yeah, there's, uh, like I said, very limited premium seating left. Uh, so, you know, and I'll say this. If you're like a bleacher creature that uh, thinks you're just going to roll into those bleachers, fucking I would bet that they are probably filled at this point based on how tickets are. So I would buy one of those premium seats right now. No doubt. All right. Well, for myself, for AIW, for John Thorne, uh, we'll see everybody Saturday for Absolution. Thanks. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop.